0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the
1: very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Occy on SENZ. You are listening to At The Occy here with Ben Francis as we recap day six of the PDC World Darts Championship. Most days throughout the World Champs, we will bring you a podcast special breaking down all the action from Ali Pally. Today we saw just four games with three first-round matches and one second-round encounter. The day got off with a blinder in what was arguably one of the best first-round clashes of the tournament thus far with Jim Williams and Sebastian Bielecki. Williams had to recover from a set down twice to edge out the teenage debutant 3-2 in the opening round with a 91 average, 4 180s and 42% on the outer ring. Sebastian came out of the blocks firing and took the opening set, but the standard from both players rose in a thrilling contest. After forcing the match into a fifth set decider having swept the fourth, Williams had a 130 finish on the ball, which was a catalyst in a stunning encounter.
0: Jim Williams is going to get a
2: match start, you'd think, but if he doesn't get the treble 20, is that stick up in the board? He could block the tops here. To this is far from easy. He does get
0: one
1: match dart at double top. And what is all he needs. As I said in yesterday's podcast, I am a big fan of Jim Williams and he will face James Wade in the next round. Let's hear from Jim after that win.
3: Uh, obviously delighted with a win, but yeah, I was just really nervous. That was a tough one to get through now. The first set wasn't the
0: highest of quality, but after that both of you played particularly well, both averaging over 19 over the match, so must be impressed with the way you bounced back from that.
3: Oh yeah, after the first set <laughs> yeah, I mean I looked at, <laughs> just I looked at it extremely had the averages up and I was on 60 after three legs and um, it's really tough not to get embarrassed with that but I just like even my B game would have got through that one so I just sort of just stick in and hopefully something comes together Must be
0: pleased though with the character you showed and often the first game is the toughest so you've got that out of the way now and can move forward
3: Yeah I, I really struggled with nerves today normally I'm pretty good with that but yeah, everything I find it was difficult. I mean, my first start was just low so many times, and it's it's difficult then because you're blocking you're blocking your target, and it was yeah, it was a tough one. Now.
0: Looking back now on 2022 as a whole, your first full year on the PDC circuit, you've won a pro tour title. That win now lifts you provisionally into the world's top 64. So, must be really happy with your progress so far.
3: Yeah, I, I've been inconsistent, but you know, I I don't put nowhere near enough time as as this. This level deserves to be honest, but you know, I managed to pinch a few quid here and there, so yeah, it's, it's all right. You mentioned about not putting enough work in, you. is that going to change
0: looking ahead now to 2023?
3: I, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm putting everything in place to hopefully do that. I mean, I, yeah, I've started a new business as people know, and so that's taken a lot of my time, you know, and I've got a young family, and like, yeah, priorities for me at the moment aren't that, um, but I, I need to make it that really. And
0: just looking at now into round two, James Wade up next, what are your thoughts on that matchup? Yeah it's
3: great, Uh, he's good isn't he? But I always feel comfortable playing James so yeah hopefully I can relax a bit and just just try and play. Even my B game, like just to give him a game, I, I struggled
1: today. If Jim can show his best, I think it could be quite a banana skin game there for James Wade, that is one to keep an eye on. For sure. After seeing one of the best first round games thus far, we were then treated to one of the worst, as Jimi Hendrix overcame Jamie Hughes three sets to one in an extremely grueling encounter. Both players averaged less than 80, and in the second leg of the first set, both players missed a combined 13 darts at the double. In fact, Hendrix missed 18 darts to win the first set, which was won by Hughes. But Hendricks was the one that improved the most to get the win, and his debut world champs to reach the second round where Brendan Dolan awaits.
3: Deep breath. Says come on to himself. For the match. There's the nine. He needs a double eight. He's hit a few times in this match. And he hits it again. It was a war of attrition.
1: A war of attrition, all right. That is a good way to sum up that match. Just looking at some of the numbers there, in total there were fifty-six darts missed at the double. But regardless, Hendricks will be pleased, as he managed to get over the line. And this is what he had to say after the contest:
2: After all the pressure that uh, comes after after the game, but uh, yeah, I'm really relieved. It's so so hard to play on there. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really glad I uh, got the last dart in the doubles.
0: You've competed in the BDO World Championship before. This is your debut here at Alexandria Palace. How did it feel to play on this famous stage for the first time? Yeah,
2: you, you can compare the two stages to each other. And you can compare how you... Yeah, the ambience is uh, totally different. And yeah, I worked so hard to, to qualify. And then I worked so hard to try and play my best game. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't play my best game. But I, I won in the end, so maybe I can show it in the next, uh, next round.
0: Growing up, I'm sure you idolised the likes of Marco van and Raymond van Barneveld. You're now playing on the same stage in the same tournament as them. That must be a special feeling for you.
2: It's a special feeling, here yeah, to play on here. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, maybe a thousand games on a uh, on telly uh, towards this crowd, but uh, they, they were uh, phenomenal, and uh, yeah, I learned a lot from this game.
0: You came through the West Europe qualifier, beating a lot of top players, the likes of Richard Wienstra, Mike Kuyvenhoven, Max Hopp. Now you've got that first game out of the way. are You confident of producing your best game in the second round?
2: Yeah, I, yeah. I hope, hopefully, uh, perform uh, like like my best in the next uh, round. So uh, I I didn't show up today, and uh, unfortunately, Jamie didn't show up uh, as well. And uh, yeah, yeah, I took my chance and, uh, and I won this game.
0: And Brendan Dolan up next in the second round. How are you feeling ahead of that
2: one? Yeah, I think I can. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're they playing the same pace, they got the, like, a lot of experience, both of them. So uh, yeah, I, I've got another tough game uh, in, in the second round.
1: Then came a match most people were very excited to see, with Fallon Shirok returning to the big stage against Ricky Evans. Fallon was aiming to repeat her historic feats from the pre-COVID times, but it was rapid Ricky Evans who got over the line three sets to one. Fallon did take the early lead, but the crucial moment came in the fifth leg in the third set when both players missed multiple darts at double, but Evans broke Sherrick's throw with a 20-dart leg to take the lead. Evans then held his nerve to eventually get the win in the fifth leg of the fourth
2: set. That's good enough. And now double 16 for a one-seven finish to defeat the Queen of the Palace on a return to the Ali Palace day.
1: Both players' stats were actually very similar, but it was a doubles percentage which stood out with Evans on 47% and Fallon on just 29. Let's hear from Evans who was one relieved man after that contest. That's
2: good enough. And now 16 for a 107 to the Queen of the Palace on a return to the Ali Palace day.
1: Then came the final match of the night as Raymond van Barneveld beat Ryan Meekle to set up a third round clash against Girl and Price which will take place after Christmas. This match had a lot of similarities to the previous game as Meikle came out firing and took the opening set before Barney leveled. Then in the deciding leg in the third set, Mikel struggled as Barney dominated, and that was a huge catalyst in getting the win. for the match,
3: double top. That is the match from the set down, Raymond van Barneveld.
1: Now what was quite incredible about that was it was revealed before the match that Barney had actually been battling food poisoning and there was even doubts he would play but my god he was impressive. Now when he was doing the walk-on he had this look in his eye and it was a look I have not seen from Barney. I reckon in around six years there was a, I think it was a round of 16 game against Michael Van Gerwen which Barney won, I think that year Van Gerwen had been pretty much unbeatable and he had that same look in his eyes then and he had I saw as soon as I saw him I was like wow this guy is ready he is fired up he believes it's so a real look I have not seen in such a long time from Barney I remember when he last played at the world champs I think he lost to Darren Young the American and what was his final appearance and before retiring because of course he retired and then came back but I had not seen that look in such a long time so that was really good to see and what will be really really interesting? is the fact, as I touched on earlier as well, World number 1 Girl and Price up next, and those two had two stunning clashes at the Grand Slam of darts last month, so that game will be a beauty, probably one of the highlight games of round three. And at this stage, just one seeded player has lost in Daryl Gurney, but no doubt we will see more tomorrow as the last of the first round games are played, so then will be the rest of round two games before Christmas, so we're going to see the rest of the seeded players in action, but we'll touch on those shortly. Just to recap all the results from those four games, Jim Williams beating Sebastian Bialicki, three sets to two. Jimi Hendrix, 3-1 over Jamie Hughes. Fallon Sherrick losing 3-1 to Ricky Evans, and then Barney beating Ryan Meikle, 3-1. Let's look ahead to day seven now. Wow, actually, day seven. I can't believe we already had a week of the World Darts Champs. It feels like such a long time ago. Unfortunately, no real huge upsets that I can think of off the top of my head which is a real shame but hopefully when we see some of these seeded players coming in we might see them but who knows Uh, as i said the two sessions on tomorrow the overnight and the morning session that's new zealand time of course it's meant to be afternoon evening if you're in the northern hemisphere but we've actually only got two first round games and then from there on all the way through to christmas will be second round ties First up, John O'Shea against Darius Labanowskis. I really like Darius Labanowskis. I think he will win that one. He actually had a 9 data last year at this tournament when he lost to Mike Decker. I think he played in the first round. And then Martin Klimaker against Zichin Han of China. I don't know a lot about Mr. Han, so I'm going to pick Martin Klimaker to win that one. And then this will be an absolute scoring fest, and this will be a game that either player will wish they didn't have, and that is Cullen Rids against Josh Rock, both young, incredible talents, but I think you have to lean towards Josh Rock, purely based on recent form, and then to round it off that session, Andrew Gilding, Dave Chisnell, that's going to be a tough one, I don't think Gilding was that clinical in his first round win, so I think, I'm going to go Dave Chisnell, Dave Chisnell won that one, another seed will survive. Then the next session, four more second round games, Mervyn King against Danny Baggish. Now Danny really did surprise me with his performance against Matthew Campbell of Canada, and he has to win this one to stay alive, to keep his tour card pretty much, so he has a lot riding on this. If he can play like he did against Matt Campbell, he could win, but I think Mervyn King should win this one and then gabriel clements against willie o'connor now willie o'connor beat bo greaves who i thought was actually going to give him quite a good push and i felt like she did she did a really good job and i felt whoever won that had the capability of beating gabriel clements and i'm going to stick to my guns with that one so i would think willie o'connor will beat gabriel clements and he'll be the second seed to lose, and then we have Michael van Gerwen against Louis Williams. Of course, Louis Williams just missing double 12 for that nine data against Neil Zonov in the first round. But Michael van Gerwen should be too good and too strong for Louis Williams. And then Stephen Bunting, Len- Leonard Gates, <sighs> Stephen Bunting, Stephen Bunting will win that one surely. No, I don't think Leonard Gates has much of a chance. He was a bit of I actually was a bit quite surprised he won his game be completely honest with you but not to the stage where I would say massive upset but that's all we got time for on our at the hockey podcast special we will be back again tomorrow to recap all those games and then look ahead to day eight and oh even just looking ahead great games on the horizon we'll be back again on tomorrow don't forget to rate listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from this is Ben Francis on at the hockey